Hey guys, just a heads up, this is a not safe for work podcast, so keep it in your pants until you won't get busted. <laughs> Orgasmic Terrorist, a podcast about acceptance around becoming authentic within our sexual exploration. Orgasmic Terrorist. Welcome to Orgasmic Terrace. This is Sarah Tiger, and I'm sitting here with Miss Genitalia, my wonderful new co-host that I I'm met. I'm so excited. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so I want to tell quickly how we met. In the middle of COVID, COVID, sorry guys, we've been gone for a while. I was out of, I had gone to a job interview, did not go, <laughs> didn't feel like it went quite well, but I thought I was on it. And I came to go meet my sister to do a breakdown of what happened, feel better, drink. Hash session. <laughs> Rehash it. Yeah. Drink and drink some more and laugh. And we met this wonderful woman, not you. No. The <laughs> which whole is, other table. Yeah, which I know. Was amazing. Table, right. So, and we started talking to her and we were laughing and she was down and depressed. And so we just kicked on and started to have fun with her and make her laugh. And you walked over and you said something that just changed my life. Do you remember? So I do remember I had had the worst day. Uh It was a really bad day for me. Uh, The boyfriend and I had had a a heartfelt moment of hurt. And I was supposed to go over there. And I was just like, I'm not going over there. And I went to the bar to have some me time. Uh Uh-huh. And as I'm sitting over in my little alcove, being disgusting and having a cigarette, I am listening to four fabulous women in a pair of two and two who clearly don't know each other, but who are being just so amazing to each other. The conversation that I got to eavesdrop on for my probably 45 minutes of solo, sad, pity party table of one drinking by myself was fantastic and I went to leave and I just felt compelled to stop and tell you guys how amazing that was for me to 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 be in that dark deep moment of introspection and like not feeling good and just to watch these two tables of strangers and women nonetheless because we're terrible to each other Women, nonetheless, bolstering each other, being there for each other, showing up for each other, and just enjoying their lives. I just needed to tell you guys how proud I was of you. And so I walked by, made myself stop, turned around, and told you guys all how proud I was of you, how amazing it was to hear this sort of communion between women in this day and age where it's no one's good enough for anything just be there for each other and then you turned around and what did you do for me can i buy your drink yes you did (laughs) and that is how we met and it is just i have a word we have a word it's kismet and kismet just was the it was just the most kismet moment ever and we ended up staying for hours and having the best time and i feel like i've known you forever my sister who was there is always in bed well, heading towards bed between 8.30 and 9. She's and a trooper. She, she's also a teacher, gets up early. I totally get it. And it we started at, I want to say I got there around 4. We did not leave the place until after 9. Oh, Laughing. I left later than that because I, <laughs> I took one of our new friends home. Oh, yes, 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 did. you did. And so, um, and then there was just something you had said during our, our conversation that just, I'm like, oh my God, you're it. 
oh, how can I get her involved? And then we started talking afterwards, and I'm like, I swear, ever since that moment, that that instant, like, that one moment you said that word to me, and I can't remember the word, I'm sorry to say, but then you talked about how you do help counseling. So I want to know your story. So let's let's take this time and meet Miss Genitalia. Oh, my goodness. So I, 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 yeah, that's an interesting question right there. Let's say about Genitalia, what can we say? What's your history? I've, my history is I grew up in a hardworking family and was supposed to go to college and did not go to college because I was another number and it just wasn't my time. And I had a a full ride to go. It was all paid for. And I got accepted to Fresno State and I was going to be a veterinarian, actually. That's what I was going to do. But I had to go to junior college to shore up a credit for myself. Well, improve upon the grade that I had least been good at. <laughs> and I was so disgusted. It was the same people from the same small town doing the same things, but there was just more of us. And I was even more of a number. And I was like, you know what? I got a minute. I'm going to go to work. And I did. And I've been working since I was 15. My mother dropped me off in the middle of my small town at 15 and said, do not come home without a job. And I've been working ever since. Multiple jobs in my entire life, but never went to college, got pregnant young and had a kid and have been in the workforce my whole life. And at 40, I'm 43 now. Uh, I looked at my husband, my third husband, and I said, I got to get a hobby or we're going to be divorced in a year. And so I really started to do this whole path of self-work and really dive down and get to know myself and, you know, work through my trauma and my shame and my triggers and my insecurities and all the things. And I landed upon coaching. And I went through uh, the Somatica Institute coaching program. I am not certified in their type of coaching, but it is all sex-based coaching, and it is an amazing program. And though I am choosing not to run my practice as they would and get certified as they would have me do, the lessons that I learned there were invaluable. And so I have started my own coaching business. And so I do life relationship and intimacy. I used to say life relationship and sex. And I found that my male clients cannot handle the word sex. It devolves them down into giggles. So we have changed <laughs> it to intimacy. So it oh, is we're going to talk about that because that is actually <laughs> funny. You would think they would think of, yeah, baby, my sex is good, but really they would get giggly. They get giggly, but it is because of that. It's yeah. the exact reason that you're okay. saying you can't tell a man that you're a sex coach without him fully looking at you and dressing you with his eyes and going, <laughs> yeah, baby, I bet. Okay. <laughs> why are you, you here? Me? What <laughs> are you here for? Because the other two, the life of the relationship or yes, is, is, why we're giggling at sex coach right. and I have to change it to intimacy coach. coach. Right. I get it. No. And I get and that it's part. intimidating. It can yeah. be intimidating for men. Right. So, but that's I, my thing. That's I what think I do. your knowledge is going to be perfect for our guests. I'm excited because I do have quite a few males that do listen to this and females, but I mean, I was really aiming towards females and found out that males are just as hungry for the information. Oh, we and all are. you and I have had some several, uh, what I call, couch conversations that have knocked my socks off and you will be hearing these soon. <laughs> I love it. And then one of the conversations that we had, you had mentioned uh, something regarding intimacy is such a great thing. And, and you know, it's it. Thank you. 
it means so much more than just sex sex and being together or being romantic and all that stuff and that's what i love about when i decided to do a podcast my goal and i'm going to talk a little bit here about myself my goal yes my goal was to always help people through the shame judgments and um perceptions and perceptions surrounding their own sex because my story i'm a single mom most of my life i was in the day i dated lots of people and they never went anywhere it wasn't fruitful i didn't get married 13 times or three times yeah (laughs) well close but three 10 less so far (laughs) thank god three times 13 years you were married 13 years years this time thank you thank god (laughs) oh freudian slip oh bad bad all bad hey between you and me i am surprised it isn't 13 so there's that well I was really, I thought it was funny the other day. I got really shocked that Larry King was, Larry King from Larry King Five Live. Five times or eight? Eight times. Eight times, yeah. And I'm like, God, why didn't I ever hear that? <laughs> but Because no. you heard about the five times that Elizabeth Taylor was. Because it's not the same goddamn thing. But it is. It is. So there you go. Yeah, why didn't he ever, you know, whatever. I raised my single child, or raised my child as a single mom, and I... Uh, who's on the spectrum. So I've learned a lot about intimacy and, and how to be careful and with empathy. my words and empathy. I'm very good with empathy, um, which we're definitely going to spend a lot of time on all of these great words. The part that was um, important was I never took time for myself. Ooh, I was always trying yeah. to be the mom. Mm-hmm. I was always trying to find the perfect partner. Yes. Um, and then I never took time for myself. So I secretly had sex. And I would sneak people in. Based in shame. Based in shame. Have sex. Enjoy it. Let them leave. And then lay in my bed feeling less than. Rather mm-hmm. than f- being fulfilled. And so that happened to be over and over again. To the point where I would play games with myself. Which we'll definitely dive in and talk about. So all of these triggered the fact that um, 2015 my father passed away. And I decided that I was going to honor myself for once. My son is older. He's an adult. He's a productive adult now. I needed to honor myself and discover myself and how to be okay with and then love myself. I'm be okay so with my body. I'm so proud of you. And then love myself. And I went on this, I went to the extreme, which we'll definitely talk about. Yeah. And then I came back to center. And when I came back to center, I found that I had all this knowledge from all the secrets and all of the shame and all the judgments, even on myself. I remember, here's an example of a judgment that I absolutely remember that still sticks to me. I don't believe it, but I still hear it in my head every now and then. Like, I had one of my favorite lovers at one point that he was an older man, because I like older men, um, and he had gone down on me, and he goes, you know you have an odor. (gasps) And I didn't know I had an odor, because very few men go down there at that time. And so that stuck in my head. So even now... Fuck, the it's the first thing time. you think about. Exactly. The uh, weirdest thing. So like, like Damn the shame. I know. Damn so the shame. Not anymore. It's like I do everything I can to make sure that my Sometimes head is on right. The bitch is gonna be stinky. I yeah. I just I understand. Like you can do whatever you want, <laughs> but like She's a cunt sometimes. Let's she be honest. She is a cunt down there. Yeah. Exactly. So Dude, come on. I'm getting older. It gets funkier. Like it's not <laughs> tomorrow. I will smell totally different than it did today. <laughs> and that's just me walking into the bathroom exactly. going, what the fuck's going on down there? You know, it's bad if you have to turn your head to pee. <laughs> okay. You know, then we got to do something. Oh but beyond God. that, oh, oh my God. God. 
said, flora and fauna change all the time. Yes. And we can talk about sexual health and how to help please. that, ladies. Please, please, please. We can do that for sure. We're going because to do that. Mama genitalia is on a regimen. Like, and we are going to talk about men as well. We're going to have oh, God, lots so of wonderful men and talk about their health them. as well. And the other thing that was super funny that, um, that I, I adore about my boyfriend that I have now, um, my play partner slash boyfriend, he tells me all the time, he goes, date a woman over 40 and guarantee you're going to have things you're going to clean up after her. She's either going to puke, she's going to leak someplace. Yeah. Whether oh, she well. throws up, so uh -huh. whether it comes out, he goes, so she's going to leak. So dating anybody over 40 is fun. <laughs> There's always an experience. It's an experience. And sure. so we'll definitely talk about that, but I would love to share all this knowledge with you. But I do, I always like to end my introductions and at least our interviews with people. Share your favorite orgasm or a orgasm story. I've had a lot of really good orgasms. I think I'll be vulnerable and I will share my first orgasm. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a happy story, unfortunately. It, I mean, it turned out well, for sure, because who knew I could orgasm? <laughs> uh, so I was a young mother. I was pregnant at 21. And wow. though I had racked up numbers because my self-esteem was tied to my pussy at the time. Mine too. I, uh, I've had isn't that. Isn't it always? Yeah. That's trauma people. Just, uh, we love the sex. So I was pregnant and my husband, my baby daddy, mm -hmm. was not interested in me in the least. Wow. And I had, I was the horniest, not now, when I hit 40 I've surpassed this, but up until 40, at 21, I was the horniest thing I've ever been in my entire life. And I had a husband who was very not interested in me. Wow. And I have to tell you, uh, I had a wonderful pregnancy. I gained 23 pounds. I had no room. You could not tell. There's a funny story in this that we will tell later about me going into labor. And at 10 o'clock at night, the security guard would not let me pass because he did not believe I was pregnant until I lifted up my, my hoodie to show him my belly. And he was like, Jesus fucking Christ, get inside. <laughs> so I, I, was a, I was a sexy, felt pregnant woman with, mm -hmm. I had double Ds before, and now we have milk coming in. So I was like, bang, boom, pat, yeah. It was all the things. <laughs> and I oh, could I not it. get sex for the life of me out of my husband. And this was from a guy that couldn't keep his hands off me until I was pregnant. Wow. So I was desperate. Huh. And it was a tumultuous young relationship. And one night he had left me in a fit of rage for God knows what reason. And uh, I probably asked him to do something around the house. It was a, He was not a good person. And uh, he leaves, and I was like, I am so fucking horny, I can't even. And I still have the tape. I will show you when we get off of this. It's uh. in my bedside drawer, and it is a red VHS tape. Uh. Oh, oh, my God. Is it a porn. Porn? Oh, God, I love porn. And I put it into my VCR. Yes, I'm that old. Yes. Put it yes. into my VCR, and I was like, I've never masturbated before because I love cock. And so why would I touch myself if I love cock? Because if you don't like me with your cock, Jimmy down the street likes me with his cock, and I don't fucking care anymore. Right. I'm done. But I was also pregnant and married, and I couldn't do those things. Well, I could have, and I should have, but I didn't. <laughs> but you didn't. So I went and got the worst thing possible, which was a bottle of lotion. Probably fucking, 
what's that like the gold bond shit for like oh, the cracked yeah. heels yeah and i put in my my trusty little handy dandy uh red vhs tape porn and uh proceed to go to town and my commitment to myself that night was you do not leave this spot until something happens because you're a fucking wow. mess and you're going to murder him and go to jail while you're pregnant so we can't do that so i legitimately got myself off for the first time on my couch at probably god i don't know seven months pregnant wow uh i was sore she was sore i i pretty sure i caused an infection by that bv whatever the fuck it was right. but oh my god i was like i don't need men anymore Yay! oh my god <laughs> so that was legit like my first orgasm and that's not to say that i didn't ever enjoy sex like that's another thing we we put all of our shit on this orgasm it's not fair it's not fair to you it's not fair to me it's not fair to them like i still always enjoyed sex it was still amazing and it still felt fucking yes but the big o no not until that night not wow. until that night and and I'd had some pretty fucking good sex, I felt like, up until that point. And then I just, so now I have Pierre and Felipe, and they're on my hands. They're my middle finger and my <laughs> ring finger. Oh, my God. You're looking at your hands, and I'm like, Why Yeah, no, I'm definitely hands? touching my hands yeah. right now, and they are my best friends, and so I love them. I have a funny story to, to add to that. I have never touched my pussy until I was 30. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't it, know I had a little man on a boat. I oh. didn't know where my clit was. Yeah. I didn't understand all that. Sure. Because when I masturbated when I was younger, it happened to be, I did a technique and I had up until even, even just recently, like 45 plus, a lot of shame behind this. I grind it, which is a technique people do for oh, masturbating. I love grinding. It's amazing, but that's I all I ever grinding. did. And I only grind it. You know, it well, you understand like, that's the most primal yeah. of outlets for people but nobody ever talked about it porn no, didn't even show no. it porn didn't show it no porn showed penis pussy finger female well, that's, lick lick that's lick that's the societal you know? norms right. of course they did so but I, all of us grew up on the edge of a couch right i'm sorry men women the like men if you don't think that we also have not fucked the couch. I know you dirty bastards fuck pillows when they're just firm enough. I know that my 21-year-old son, I'm sure that I'm sitting on a couch that he has fucked. And it, it's disturbing. Don't get me wrong. However, I'm not stupid. It happens. Right. That's why we have socks. That's why we have uh, pillows. Mask. My boyfriend the other oh. day put a mask on my face. And I took it off. We're going to change subjects really quick. But I took it off. And I looked at it. And I'm like... Did you come on this mask? He goes, oh, a couple times. <gasps> well, I have lovers that like to take my panties and fucking use them to jerk off. Yeah, and well, I think I get videos and I'm like, yes, yes, this is amazing. I had a boyfriend that would, he made his, because I loved asking men how they masturbate. Because it fascinated me. It fascinated me still. Me. Yes, me too. I'm like, send me videos. Yes, you can send me videos of you masturbating because I think it's absolutely sexy as fuck to I watch do. a man. I do. Yeah. I'm in. 100%. Yeah. I love so, dick pics. I do too. Two. Um, um, Respectfully. Right, right, right. Don't send me ones, you know, and go, hey, I want to stick to... I don't know. 
I like dick pics. Sometimes I judge them. I like I'm like, too. and I judge them as in like lighting. Like you could have put another <laughs> light on that. You could have maybe grabbed it differently. Bitch, do you understand? He took 83 pictures and that's <laughs> the one he was comfortable with. So leave him alone. He okay, tried really point. hard. That's a very good point. I hadn't thought about it that How way. How many pictures do you take? Oh, well, okay. But I know men that just go click. What do you think? And I'm like, great. <laughs> I guarantee you there's not okay no that's not true because there are some men and, and, and women too that are just like bam yeah. meanwhile I'm like snapchat with the filter maybe sparkles <laughs> so it takes away that wrinkle maybe this other thing oh God, maybe I'll so do the funny. big mouth one to make my pussy look like it's super hungry like oh my god I, I've never thought about that but okay I'm gonna have to start you doing do. that we do we I take legit like I am a dirty bitch I love sending photos <laughs> now it's, tell you. it's been a hot minute since I've done it, but I know my angles. Bam. Yeah. I can I, teach you how to take the sexiest ass pussy pics you'll ever take right, in your life. We're, you're on. Okay. We're going to do a video for that one, we baby. Will do you're all on because the thing. I do not know how to take a good sex. I have to tell you, there That's was an argument. Hard. We're going to get on to this one. There was an argument between me and my, my play partner. I have the best sexiest picture of my pussy I've ever seen, of any pussy. It was taken by an older lover, and I still sh use it today. Well, why it don't is, you? It's fucking amazing. It's you gorgeous. Should. Right. It's a gorgeous fucking picture. Even I, I hate looking at pussies. They're not my thing. I'm a, I'm a dick girl. But I know they're important because I enjoy my <laughs> pussy being played with. Because so, you have one. <laughs> I have one. And I look at this picture, and I'm like, oh, my God, even I would look at that picture. I would like that fucking pussy. This is how good this Dude, picture is. When I get dick pics and masturbation videos, yeah. I do lick my phone. Yeah. I've actually... Oh, that's why I have, I have masturbated to them. Oh, my God. Spank <laughs> make material for women is another thing that we you, need to you cover. You can link them up. If you get a couple of them in a row, you can link them up in the loop as you're masturbating. Poof. Done. I don't have to touch uh, anything. <laughs> I, I've heard of this. I need you to... Oh, yeah. yeah no problem. Because I'm the I, yeah, no, I'm a visual. Yeah. That would be amazing. Uh, that you would can be link them up. You can link them all up and then they Because I they just play. have like the one picture and then I have to tell myself the story, but I can have like a progression of pictures. You could do a slideshow of the pictures or you can do a, a loop of the videos. So you put a whole bunch of videos together and loop oh, them. I, yeah, I'm, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. I, Jenna so we'll, we'll, might have we'll some other videos of herself a lot. What happened was I got the picture that I have the one of my beautiful pussy. The other day, my play partner took a picture of my pussy. And of course, this is years apart. And I had an argument with him. I'm like, what girl are you sleeping with? Because that is not my pussy. It looks like an old dried out fruit. It's, that's not me. That, I, I had to tell you, that's ugly. I wouldn't touch that. Do Why the hell do you I touch that? I feel the same about my <laughs> pussy too. And, and he still argues with me. He goes like, honey, that's you. And I'm like, no, that isn't me. What did you do to my pussy? You ruined my pussy. Dude, right? <laughs> It's but, the abuse yeah. that we endure for the love that we need. Yeah, that, oh, the that, love that we get. From I know. It. I've I've got I've gotten in arguments with my husband. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, but like, I might not have to do the rejuvenation thingy. <laughs> like, I would love. Like, I feel like at 43, after a kid, like my lips are a little less plump, and I would maybe take some fat from my ass and stick them in my lips. And he's like, What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> like, it's the most beautiful thing. I was like, <laughs> when I look down. 
it's frowning at me. I don't, what do you mean? Like, I don't understand. We, it's perception. It is. And it it's is also perception. after hours of abuse at that moment, he had taken a picture. Oh God, and it's it was probably like, all red and it's puffy all and just red like and angry. Then, no, it was angry, but it was also angry and wrinkly. And I'm like, where the <laughs> fuck did these wrinkles come from? I'm like, it was like all the blood had How left the building. How much fluid did you lose? <laughs> oh, I lose a lot. Well then, yeah. baby. Yeah. So we're, we're saying we're squirters? Oh, yeah. Because I'm definitely a squirter. Oh, I'm a flutter. Oh, no, I'm a room fucking wrecker. A hundred percent. Bring I, towels, oh, bring this rugs. Oh, would be an interesting thing. I we travel gotta, with we my got... own wet sheets. Oh, yeah, but, oh, you're going to have to tell me the brand because we oh, need to do that. Oh, we will Amazon the yeah. shit out of oh, all please. of my cart because I have, not only do I have wet sheets or, yeah. you know, play sheets, and I, I will, have I pads. will bring on people. We will bring yes. on people that are great at helping women become squirters because i've met many of them oh i have such a guy oh see and we're gonna bring them on to talk about how excited i know that this is women love the idea of squirting i was ashamed of it and that's again another show but so we have all these great shows let's go ahead and say good night hi 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 it's so nice to meet you i'm so glad you're here i'm so glad you were gonna do this together so this is sarah tiger this is genitalia And we will be back weekly with a wonderful show, probably on a couch. (laughs) Let's fucking hope so. I've got some bougie-ass couches. Yes, you do. (laughs) And I do, too. So we're going to toggle between couches, and we're going to talk about sex, and we're going to talk about shame. We're going to talk about judgment. And acceptance. And acceptance. And encouragement. And empathy. God, that's the most important part. And we're going to talk about all of the things. Have a great night. Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening and supporting our podcast. Just to let you know, you can check us and all of our resources out at orgasmicterrorist.com, or you can leave us a message by calling 503-451-5234. Go be great humans to each other. Stop, fingers! (laughs) You saw my husband's hands. Don't get me started on thumbs. Dude, I already did. I already had. I may have had to go to the bathroom and. Dude, I have to go to the bathroom with him all the time. I understand. (laughs) 